So this morning's news is we are preparing for a longer lockdown. This morning we're going to talk about that. How does that relate to property as a landlord, as a tenant, as a buyer and a seller? Stay tuned. We're going to go through it and what you have to do over the next lockdown period to be better at real estate. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 510 with myself, Michael Burgio, Mark Novak, preparing for longer lockdowns. What should this, as Mark said in the intro, this will really target landlords, tenants, buyers. Um, What should you do if basically we did a really good thing um, when we were talking to landlords, especially when it was about rental discounts and businesses closed. And Mark, the strong thing you said was, because at this time, this was like two weeks ago, and pre- most of the time it's a lockdown or whatever's happened, it's been longer. And I think what a lot of people um, were only planning for a week in advance, five days, or let's get to two weeks, but then you keep coming back to, then you keep, it keeps coming top of mind. So I think the mindset from today, or even some people may have done a couple of weeks ago, let's sort of look at the lo- a, a long period of time, a month, three months, put in a sustainable plan or concepts or thought plan, Yeah. Um, whether if you're doing a rental deal, looking to buy, looking to sell. And obviously, like, you're not let down if it comes sooner rather than keep revisiting it through that way. So how would you think that applies to maybe landlords and tenants, Mark? Let's start with there because that's where we really put that long view into it. Absolutely. And you know what? I, I was on the news today. I think there was speculation of mid-September and it was on the news today and uh, people are saying when's what's the government you know going to when's the government going to bring back job keeper it was this expectation and almost a demand that uh, that like well, like it was like a spoiled kid waiting for their uh, waiting for their meal to be delivered to them you know i i think that you know, when the government does their stuff, if the government does their stuff, that's great. But I definitely think as individuals in terms of our property plans, um, you would be an idiot to think that you are going to be supported and fed by the government just because you should be. Um, and I think that particularly if you're a property owner, uh, be it a landlord or, you know, uh, the place that you're living in, I think there's responsibilities there of what we've got to do in case you lose your job or in case lockdowns longer than normal, or in case cash flow changes with what you're doing. So there are there are small, short hacks that, you know, that, that people can do. You know, even managing depression and anxiety. So we, we're talking about, um, you know, facts and figures, uh, you know, when you first think of that, but even like managing your mind um, with your property uh, and, and uh, you know, on that, it may well be the case that you can always have the added. Last time we didn't know um, if property values were going to sink. Uh, and then we were thinking we didn't know if we could even sell our properties if if we were sinking. Um, just to manage your brain, I've got to say to everyone out there that's a property owner, um, if you are sort of a bit stressed financially, stressed fin- uh, stretched financially or stressed financially, you can always sell it um and you're in the cash so 
Not that you're going to do that, but that's a really powerful thing to settle yeah. yourself. Uh, 100% because people sometimes get in that mindset going, oh, I'm screwed, but it's like you've got an asset there. Obviously, selling it is a very last resort, but you're not off the edge of a cliff sort of thing. But I think a good point, yep. um, an example of people waiting for the government was when initially lockdowns happened with small businesses where we were sort of like, all right, let's do a deal that the tenant is happy with and the landlord is happy with right now. Let's put it in motion. Let's put it in motion for the next two months. And you're getting it from both sides. Well, let's wait and see what the government does. Let's wait and see what the government does. But it's like what happens if what they do doesn't affect you and it gets delayed, delayed, and you've gone four weeks, no one's paid anything, no one's received anything, and what you get is a letdown, and then you're behind the eight ball. We're a really good like case studies we had where we came to a, a deal, everybody's happy, the government incentive comes in. To be honest, in commercial, it doesn't really help anyone, the incentive. It's land tax, and a lot of people don't have land tax on a lot of the businesses really affected. So some people waited three, four weeks to c- wait for the government, and what it was was nothing realistically for a a landlord it was so very very tough there and it just set them back um but for some people in i don't know resident if they do bring job keeper back on residential that will really help people come forward um yeah and that mindset thing if you keep thinking almost be like if you thought christmas was coming next week and you get to christmas eve and then it gets changed to the next week after and it gets changed like Mentally, you're going to be even worse off than financially in a lot of cases as well. I think a big point to what yep. you're saying about your voice, you've got the asset, especially for landlords um, or owner-occupiers. Speak with your broker. Like money is so cheap. Make sure you've refinanced within the last year because that could halve your payments down. The, the banks are still doing, uh, I think, yeah, can't pay. So I think a lot of people are going to a landlord for help. They're not getting any. Go to a bank, see what you can do there. Obviously, you can tip into your super and stuff, but I don't recommend that. That's pretty rubbish when they propose that as a solution. Um, okay. oh, look, what I, about- I think I, I, uh, ignorance is a bad thing, guys. So um, when, while managing your, your, you know, your, with what you're doing, even if you're actually buying or you're a tenant or a, a landlord, whatever you may be, I, th- I think um, – being totally, um, how would I say it, not being aloof and being totally alert to everything around you, dollars and cents, I think is really, really careful. And bearing your head, the people that we see that make, uh, that get themselves in the biggest shit with property are very ignorant or aloof or not, they're not, they're not sort of, they're not all over their shit. So I, I think it's a big thing. Um, to pull out your spreadsheet or spreadsheets to well, look at your cash flow. Embarrassed and don't be embarrassed is a big thing. They're, and don't be embarrassed and, and 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 speak with friends and family about it because um, and speak with financial advisors about it and speak with your broker about it. Stay on top of the game. So it's um, I know when I'm trying to lose weight, if I stand on the scale every day, that helps me lose weight. And I think that. To endure the, the through property and the next, uh, you know, your mortgage and stuff like that through the next couple of months, I think to be alert of your financials is real. Every day is really, really important, and to share that. So I, I find if I share back to the weight loss, but if mm. I tell everyone I'm running, I'm heavy, and this is my goal of what I'm going, what I'm trying to do, that actually helps. So I think that you know, 
just be completely transparent with your financial situation to get yourself through that. 100%. And I, okay, so what about people thinking about selling? So, and they may they have a, let's go, there, there's two types of properties. There's the unicorn property that would be right for an auction campaign, and then there's your traditional property. Um, I may handle both of them differently, but to be honest, a lot of the virtual uh, auctions over the phone have been going really well all via Zoom. So you may not. Um, but I think right now, a lot of people may bring in a bit more of a pre-market campaign. Do you want to go through that, Mark? Just because there's no, it's not like realestate.com where you pay and you've got a 45-day timeline to be the top spot. Pre-market, yeah. very flexible. Yeah, you don't need cash to sell anymore. So before, if you know, irrelevant to the type of property you had, you could you could have three grand. You would need a minimum of three to four grand to hit realestate.com, all the way up to fifteen grand, depending on what sort of marketing and premium property you are. You can actually now manage that process. And a lot of and people laugh and go, "Oh my God, someone's selling for four million. Why the hell would they not have felt a five grand in their account?" Uh, it's not uncommon. So yeah. uh, marketing exchange where. We can do that zero dollar, and there's even uh, sixty day uh, loans which are zero interest um, yeah. that we can actually get for people that are selling. So uh, that selling side of things, good question, Burge. Uh, but not only that, is it a good time to do it? Absolutely. Like the prices are great uh, and it's good. Now buying is very counterintuitive. Are you going to buy? Lockdowns are potentially going to go out for another six weeks, eight weeks four weeks who knows are you gonna are you gonna buy something well look at last lockdown look what already is happening a lot of steam is out of the market so i think it's a great time to buy so anyone who sold before this they should be trying to look to buy just because whenever things are harder access is harder um it's it's access is hard is going to be the main thing and buyers coming out of the market to wait till lockdown. So instead of competing against five people, you may be competing against two. It still may get to that that the, the, you know what a big price. Waiting, it's got to be good. In property, waiting is weak. Mm. Yeah, waiting is weak. Every time in property, I see people say, "I'm going to wait." They say that. I think you're going to pay more in. In a year or two, first thing I think, and you know what? Yeah, Lisa Novak says it's um, it's 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 never never to save save money money on marketing. It's often a great way for vendors to test the market. Never say it never to save. I think she's saying saving, spending less on marketing is never a benefit. Like it's it's saving. Yeah, I I think. With with that zero dollar marketing that we that we do do, which is an amazing product, um, oh, yeah, owners are uh, the the, mo- the motivation for owners when we do that is not because they're being tight with their money or something or sometimes they don't have the money, but it's literally I call it a discover a price discovery process. They just want to see how what offers they're going to get, what sort of response their property is going to get before they put their toe in the water before they spend any bucks or sometimes it's just such an overwhelming price they just release the property and sell it so it's uh that's what all this is talking about the zero dollar marketing there because a lot of the time it's not about money it's also about they don't want to go through the open home set up that process because the market's so volatile and moving and they're hearing so much they may not they may like well if we get that price we would but if we can't uh, so let's just bring in a few people, and it's it's not necessarily the dollar of marketing; it's that whole 
the public side of it, setting up the four to five week open, setting up that. Um, there's yeah, there's two really strong views there and reasons why people do do the pre market. All right, Michael. So before we sign off, preparing your property for a longer lockdown. Yeah. What do we get out of today? What are we, what were the lessons out of today that we're going to leave off on today? Be more be more open with, especially if you're a tenant with the landlord agent. Find a deal that will last a couple of months. If you come up with an agreement and you're going to be screwed in two weeks with that agreement, then change the agreement. Make sure it's sustainable. The landlord doesn't want you to leave. You don't want to leave. So just be open, transparent, egos aside. Don't be embarrassed. Think, speak. So think long term. Don't think short term. Uh, be transparent with uh, everyone around you uh, and honest, and you'll be surprised who will rise to help you. Uh, what else? Um, don't wait. So if you're looking to sell, speak with an agent, look at pre-market, get it. There are a lot of buyers who are now sold. Like we saw, there was a lot of sales in every suburb up until this lockdown. People need to buy. And with the extent of it coming out, they may be more, they may have done a six-week settlement, not expecting this, and they, they, they're going to be out in two weeks. So have your property, if you are looking to sell, have your property on an agent's look, database, pocket listing, we call it, so you can you may get that buyer who loves the property and it really needs to get out of the one they sold and they got a great price and they'll pay you a great price. So I think they're the main things there. And if you need to buy and, you, and you're fortunate that you can, you do have the ability, don't wait uh, because no. it, it proves – when we spoke to Adrian Sacco from Melbourne, who's been through five lockdowns, Adrian's saying that it's like an elastic band. It stretches out through through the lockdown and it goes ka-chung after, after lockdown. So as a buyer, if it does that, you're going to be paying more. Uh, Louise says, uh, so you give buyers a guide at this price. Uh, Louise Hackman says, so you give buyers a guide at this pre-market stage. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Buyers and sellers, um, and then and then also that is a great way to enter into the market. Something else for if you're preparing for longer lockdown, if you are exploring what your property is worth, um, you may use this period to do a pre-market and then say, okay, now I know what price I'm going to put on the property uh, when when um, the lockdown's over and and do an auction then. So you don't necessarily have to be selling right now. Um, and Lisa Novak's got a comment there. Can you read that for me, Verge? Make no mistake, properties are achieving big money right now. We just sold a stock standard two bed DY eight fifteen. That was seven fifty a few months ago. Yeah. So I think there's the illusion that properties aren't getting good prices or the virtual auction don't work. Um, and I was even skeptical of the virtual, like the digital auction. I said it on the show before we had done two, and I was super impressed with both. So my view changes. So. Yeah. All right. So, guys, don't be ignorant about the lockdown being short. Prepare um, for a long, a, a long haul. Look at your finances. Be transparent. Have a great day, Burge. Anything else we got to cover? All good. That's a wrap. See everyone. Take See care. Ya. And bye. actually, actually, give me. You want to say anything quickly, Burge? While I'm bringing up my bye byes. No. Uh, no. <laughs>